Hello, and welcome to the Coffee with Pixie Dust podcast. My name is Alex, and I teach you how to stop the mom guilt and build your confidence. Welcome, everyone. Happy February. I hope that the year has been uh, treating you well so far, and I'm excited for this new month, hoping that everyone is doing well and looking forward to some new goals and some new and fun things to do this month. Let me know what those are in the comments below. For today's episode, I wanted to focus on self-care because February goes with love, loving others, loving people. So I wanted to make sure that in that time, you were also finding time to love yourself, to love the person that you are and that you have become as you are now a mom and lots of things have changed, but you should still love yourself and you should still know what your value is, what your worth is. The people around you sure do. So I'm hoping that you do as well. So I wanted to talk a little bit about self-care. When you love yourself, you take care of yourself, just like you do everything else in your life. You go out of your way to take care of your kids because you love them. You work on your marriage because you love your spouse. You take care of your pets because you love them. You take care of friends and family because you love them. So why should you not be taking care of yourself? And that is a question for you to think about. The answer is you should be. You absolutely should be taking care of yourself. Self-care is essential for all people. And it is even more critical for moms who stay so busy and who stay in charge and on top of so many things, so many lives. So it is really important that you find time to take care of you. What is self-care? I know it sounds very simple, but what exactly does that mean? We're constantly bombarded with go to the spa, go do this, go on a momcation, do these things for self-care. But I wanted to get down to the roots of what self-care really is and what it really means for a busy mom. Self-care, simply put, means that you take care of yourself. You take care of yourself not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally. And you know that as a woman, as a mom, those emotions are like a constant. It's hard to get through all of the things that you want to do in a day and to keep your emotions even. And that's because you're not only dealing with the things that are going on with you, you're also dealing with the things that are going on with your family, with your kids, their behavior, their attitudes, things going on with your husband, life stressors, all of these things will affect you emotionally. So when you are able to focus on your mental health and you feel pretty sure about yourself, your emotions will be more consistent. They won't be like a constant roller coaster going up and down and you won't feel like there are things that you're not sure of how to handle if they get thrown at you. You'll be able to do that. So let's talk a little bit about what this means to take care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. When you take care of yourself physically, that simply means that you are eating the best that you can, getting the healthy vegetables, healthy foods, drinking plenty of water, staying hydrated, which I know I'm guilty of because I love my coffee and that is my go-to beverage. But it is important to remember to also drink water, do the things that are good for your body, get out, get in the sunshine, get some exercise, uh, walk around the block if you can, chase your kids on the scooters, have a dance party, get your body moving. When you are able to do that, when you are able to keep yourself going and moving, you feel better, you release those endorphins and all of that creates happiness and it helps your emotional 
stability to to stay with you. Uh, you're feeling good. Uh, you're feeling relaxed. You're not feeling all of that tension in your shoulders and in your body. So when things come out of left field and something unexpected happens, you're okay with it. You're ready to deal with it. So that's physically, taking care of yourself physically. Taking care of yourself mentally means that you address those things which are causing you stress. Maybe you are overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling more angry or irritable than normal. Maybe you're feeling lonely. Maybe you are feeling left out of things. And in today's world, in today's climate, those things are easy to happen because we are more isolated because it is harder to be with friends and family and have the play dates. So it's not uncommon for a lot of moms right now to be experiencing more depression and more anxiety because of these things that are out of our control. So it is important that you keep a check on that. If you're not feeling well, you need to speak with someone, ask for help. Let them know that you have been down, sad, and depressed. Let them know that you are overly worried and anxious and that you're stressing about the things that are going on. It's important that you ask for help, whether it be from a spouse, a friend, a confidant, or a medical professional. You need to get that help. It is essential for you and it is incredibly important for your children that you don't let emotions like depression or anxiety get out of hand. So if you know that these are things that you're struggling with, please, please ask for help. If you don't have anyone to turn to, I have a link in my description. You can set up a free call and I will help get you to the help that you need. I will help you work through your feelings and emotions. I will help you set up goals. So feel free to set up that link available to anyone uh, in the descriptions. Um, grab a spot and let's have a chat. Let's see what's bothering you. Let's see how we can get you feeling 100%. Okay. So that brings us to taking care of yourself emotionally. Taking care of yourself emotionally will come easier when you are able to take care of your mental health. They go hand in hand. So when you know that you are feeling, let's say a little bit more depressed or a little bit more anxious than usual, when you are aware of those feelings, you will understand why you are more irritable with your children, why you are more sh short-tempered with your spouse or your friends and family. You will understand why you want to cry in the shower. Emotional health is part of mental health. And also when you take care of yourself physically, when you're not completely exhausted and overwhelmed, you won't face those um, more severe emotions like wanting to cry or wanting to throw things. Uh, those little moments that we have where we just can't take anymore and we simply want to react. So by taking care of your physical and mental health, you will also be taking care of your emotional health. Paying attention to those daily emotions that you, ha you have are key to help you know what to do and how to take better care of yourself. So here are some things that you can do to take care of yourself in all three aspects, physical, mental, and emotional. The very first thing that you can do is to stay active. When you're active and you are using your energy and you know just, just getting all that stress off of you physically, mentally, like I said, it will help clear those thoughts. Being outside in the sun will give you vitamin D and decrease your 
um, tendency to feel depressed. You'll have more endorphins running through your body. You'll think clearer. You'll sleep better. You'll actually eat better because when we exercise, we tend to crave more water, more fruits and vegetables. Our body wants those things that are going to energize us. So staying active is important. Now, I know not everybody can get to the gym, but you can do those things in other ways with your kid. Kids, I'm sorry. My favorite thing to do is to have dance parties with my children in the middle of the day. We'll just turn on some songs and start dancing. The three of us will get moving. They like to ride their scooters. So actually last year for Christmas, my husband got me a scooter so I could run with them or ride with them. Doing physical activity doesn't need to be an extra thing that you do. Now, if that's what you want to do and you're able to and exercising is your thing, then please do it by all means. But don't feel that because you can't get a babysitter or because you don't have that extra 30 minutes in the morning before work that you can't be active. It's simply a matter of getting creative and structuring activities that your children enjoy that will also get you active. So if they're in sports, I have a very good friend who walks the field while her son practices his sports and she just walks laps and has made some additional mom friends and they walk together. Sometimes her daughter walks with her and they have good mom-daughter time. So there are ways to get creative and to stay active. Um, The next thing that you could do is to ask for help. Don't feel, as most moms do and I do as well, Don't feel that you have to do it all. I know that as moms, as women, we take on that role and we don't want to admit that we can't do it all or that we're not organized enough to do it all. But sometimes there are moments where you just need extra help. You just need to be able to say to someone, hey, can you make dinner tonight because I am exhausted? Hey, can you please help me fold the laundry? It's clean, but I just I can't put it away. I can't do that one more time. Um, you know, ask your, your friends or in-laws or siblings if they can watch your kids. Uh, sometimes maybe you just want to watch the next episode of Bridgerton, but you can't because your kids are there. So ask for someone to take them off your hands for a little bit to reset your mind, to do whatever it is. Maybe you want to go on that walk by yourself. Uh, maybe you just want to go to the grocery store in peace and not have all these little hands reaching on the shelves. Ask for help. Ask for those things that you need and don't ever assume that people know what you need. They might think that they know, or you might think that they know, but if you're very clear and you ask genuinely for help, you will find, you'll be surprised at how many people in your life are actually willing to help you. They just didn't realize that you needed an additional hand. Do something that you're good at, is is my next um, third tip. A hobby, maybe you like to knit, maybe you like to read. Maybe you love art and you can do some art journaling to get your feelings out. Do those things that you enjoy doing. The last thing that I wanted to tell you that will help you with these steps is to learn to talk about your feelings. Now, I know how difficult and scary that can be. So an alternative to talking about your feelings, which I recommend to all of my clients, is to journal your feelings. Write down what is going on. Write down the things that make you happy. Write down the things that are bothering you, the things that are stressful. Just grab a journal, grab a notebook, grab some paper and express yourself either verbally, through art, anyway, making lists. Sometimes making a list of all of those things that are just getting on your last nerve is really beneficial. But get those feelings out. Either journal about them or talk about them with someone. Let them know what is going on with you. 
when you are able to express yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, it'll feel kind of like a, a relief, uh, a release, if you will. Um, you'll be able to get it off your chest and you will immediately feel better. I find that when I hold things in, my stress level goes up, I'm more irritable throughout the day, and I get angry really fast. However, when I express my feelings and let people around me know what's going on, I am able to handle things a lot better. I'm able to feel better, interact with those people better after they know what it is that I'm thinking. So I'd encourage you to do the same. Use a journal. If you are not familiar with how to journal, I have a journal that I developed from moms that teaches you how to journal, teaches you how to write about things, teaches you what emotional barriers you might have because of depression or anxiety or fear. Uh, it teaches you how to identify your triggers, those things that cause you added stress. Um, and I will leave the link in the description. So if you want to start your journaling journey to be able to express yourself and get those feelings out, grab a copy of that. It is available and it is specifically for moms who tend to feel stressed. I would also encourage you to join my Facebook group, Mom Sanity Solutions, where I go weekly and teach classes on how to do all of these things. We talk a lot about journaling. We talk a lot about finding emotional balance, um, being able to deal with the stresses of uh, mom life. So grab um, a copy of the journal and join the group. It's a lot of fun over there. Moms, I want to remind you, you do an amazing job every single day, taking care of your kids, taking care of your home, taking care of your spouse, accomplishing all of the mom things, you guys do an amazing. And I really hope that throughout this month and throughout the coming year, you really will take time to start loving yourself for you. You are so valuable. You are so worthy of everything. You deserve it all because you are a mom. And as we know, being a mom, doing the mom job is one of the hardest things that you will ever do. And even though at times it feels thankless, trust me, it's not. Look at your kids, listen to what they're saying to you and know and understand that your value is immeasurable. You are amazing. And I want to remind you of that. I want to remind you about all of those things. And I know you don't feel it. I know that when you're on the billionth load of laundry, you don't feel special. You feel tired and you feel worn out. But there are people in your household that count on you and that know that you're going to be there for them and come through with those little things that they don't think about. And they know how valuable you are to their everyday lives. So don't feel defeated. Don't feel like those small things that you do of around the house make you feel like you're not important. Don't let other people make you feel like those things aren't important. Because you know what? If you didn't get those things done, they wouldn't be able to do the things that they need to do. And as C.S. Lewis said, the homemaker is the job that makes all other jobs possible. And I truly believe that with all my heart. Being a mom, being a homemaker, being um, that person that the whole family can go through is what keeps the world going round. So remember that you are amazing and you are completely irreplaceable. So I'm going to wish you a fun and wonderful week. I hope that you will hit the subscribe button and Join me next week. Don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes that I will have this month. We'll be talking a lot about self-care and self-worth and how to take care of yourself as you go through life doing all of the things that you need to get done as a mom. 
And until then, I am wishing you a happy time, a happy week, and I will be talking to you soon.